Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Allied Arts, an artist's survival guide where we learn ways how to survive to make the world come alive with art. Before this episode, know that you can follow me on social media, that's at Ashamaranella, to stay updated whenever I post new bits of information. Now, here's the rest of this episode. Enjoy learning! Alright, so for this first episode of Artists as Allies in the COVID-19 response, I'm going to be talking about the crossover between the arts and technology since the beginning of this lockdown. So basically, for context, now it is the first day of May. Happy Labor Day to all workers here in the Philippines, whether you have a job or not. Um, we are all part of the workforce, yes, including me. <laughs> and yeah, just today is today is a day to you know be grateful for our work. Um. Anyways, all right. So May May one. It's been around like a month and a half of the lockdown, and basically since the beginning of this lockdown, um, artists have had to make major adjustments to the way they do. To the way we do um, our regular work, um, because obviously the performing arts is a community-based, it's an events-based um, industry, much like event planners, wedding planners, and things like that, um, and yeah, similar industries around just events where artists are actually find work. Um, so coming from that, now there's suddenly the need to shift the entire industry. The entire industry. Can you imagine? Like, I, I know that industry changes happen all the time. Like, okay, tech changes are happening. Finance changes are happening. Marketing is shifting. Advertising, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that it's an entire industry, and not just one entire industry, but it's all industries have been greatly affected by this pandemic. That's just wild. So, uh, yeah, it's wild for me. So obviously there's a need to really shift towards, you know, still being able to continue because, um, you know, as much as we don't like it, we are still in the system and we have to pay to be able to buy our food. Um, so, yeah, basically, right now, there's a need for artists to switch from very events-based to tech-based events and, like, to online events, basically. So, it's, like, shifting from offline to online, um, to online ways of communicating and connecting with audiences and building, um, building communities and things of that nature. So, yeah, because... Obviously, the shift has been offline to online. Um, the reason why I'm doing arts and technology for this first episode is because right now, as artists, we are all challenged to use all kinds of technology so that we can still be able to continue connecting with our communities, to connect with our audiences. And um, fortunately, we live in this era of all kinds of technology. Wow, amazing. Um, so, some of the examples that I've seen in the past month and a half um, are actually the use of the following. 
So we have video conferencing, we have AR, we have online learning platforms, we have Patreon, yeah, such as you know, paid learning platforms, um, and then you have streaming platforms, and yeah. So how are how have these technologies um, been used by artists in being able to still do what we do? So first off with video conferencing, um, video conferencing video conferencing tools such as Zoom and um, Google Meet, actually. Yeah, so just an announcement, Google has made their platform Google Meet into a free platform. Um, and then they've also been video, well, it's not exactly video conferencing, but Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives have also been on the rise like I don't think I've ever seen on my screen um, four five six or like just so many people doing Instagram lives at the same time and like I can see it because they're on you know that row where you browse through your friends stories your friends stories on Instagram um, yeah I see it there and so many people just do Instagram lives all the time so Obviously, there's been a rise in the use of that. Um, what have uh, what have these platforms been used for? Basically, forums, so like maybe talks, discussions. Um, some of these discussions would be just two people discussing. Sometimes it's just one person sharing. Much like you know, streaming um, the way gamers actually gamers have been streaming, like on Twitch. And then some forums are also actually moderated. So there would be a host who um, who gives the questions and then people would respond. Um, yeah. So these forums, I've seen forums. Just last night, there was a forum by Dance, uh, by Move Manila for the dance community. Um, there have been forums also and talks from Philippine All-Stars, there have been talks as well um, in the theater world, among musicians, among um, just people who do a lot of the arts management stuff. And it's cool because people are, you know, now being educated about like, because, yeah, because the workshops have been like focused on stuff like, okay, what goes on behind the stage because obviously like you know for some fields like theater you can't really put up a production you can't put up a production and then just stream it unless it's already been recorded like in the case of um phantom of the opera which streamed their 25th anniversary um but yeah basically so going back to video conferencing and how it's used these tools have been used for forms related to the arts and community interaction. So it's really nice because, you know, you get to take a step back from, like, consist constantly just working, working, and getting things done. So now it's a chance for people to kind of just take a step back and, like, assess their respective industry. So I've seen this in the arts, but I also see it 
um, in areas like marketing and advertising, you know, there are similar things happening as well. Oh, and also human resources. So across all industries, not just the arts, um, video conferencing, workshops, classes have actually been, are being conducted. And then next for the technology that's being used is actually um, the use of AR and VR. So that's augmented reality and virtual reality. Um, Where have these tools been used? The, where I see it the most lately um, would be museums and galleries and just other, you know, basically the venues and spaces that have all the art especially for visual art they've been doing museum tours online museum tours so this is cool because um, people get to access the art and still experience art in a way even though you're not physically there you still get to see what it's about and at the same time you know the experience while you're going through an online tour um, it's also easy to kind of just search about the history of maybe a painting you're looking at or like the story of the painter who painted that work. So it's just um, really a new way to experience art and really interact with it and get to know it and instead of just you know looking at it from afar. So we get to really learn more. Um, but that's the most that I've seen uh, lately when it comes to AR. So yeah. Next are actually learning platforms. So learning platforms such as, you know, similar to stuff like Coursera, Udemy, EDX. Like you have all these online courses. For artists, similarly... Um, a lot of artists have taken to building their own online courses so that they can still find ways to share their knowledge and share what they know to like students, particularly in dancers, I've seen this. And then, mm, um, and actually, this is actually kind of similar to video conferencing, except that, you know, this is, Except with the learning platforms, it's less on the community interaction and like talkback section. It's really more on just imparting knowledge um, to people who might be interested and imparting more specialized knowledge. Because, uh, like I mentioned, the courses, like full on courses, are being like shared um, through these learning platforms. So it's a great opportunity for artists to share a bit more more details about how they do what they do, their creative process, and all these things, which is, which is really cool. So yeah, and then next up is actually Patreon. So I've been looking at Patreon for like the longest time now. Um, I haven't made one and released one yet because like, you know, I'm not there to teach, but I am, however, there to learn. And I've been looking around and there have been so much more accounts um, being made on Patreon. 
again, so it's similar to the learning platforms. A lot of artists have been moving to Patreon to be able to share their content, to share their art, to um, teach, to teach their classes, and still be able to get paid for this. Because again, going back to my earlier point, our need for food doesn't stop. <laughs> and we gotta, we gotta have that cash to pay for the food, right? And artists are also human beings, so, you know, not everything can be free. But, uh, yeah, so Patreon basically is, I guess, just, just, an, just another platform for creators to really put, um, put themselves out there, I guess, and get paid for it. Because, of course, you know, so that they get to earn, they get to earn from, like, the knowledge that they imparted. And then next, so streaming. Streaming services have been really on the rise. For example, this podcast, as you're listening to it, I have been using, if you're listening to it on Spotify or whatever, podcast streaming flat, platform, <laughs> streaming platform, there you go. Um, yeah, this is one example. Um, Spotify also for music, SoundCloud, um, basically audio streaming. At the same time, video streaming has also been really on the rise. Again, going back to um, Instagram Lives, Facebook Lives, um, and also streaming on YouTube. So, for example, shows have been shows, films, um, and shows like theater shows, musicals have been put up on YouTube for like a limited period of time. Some are put up just for free, um, while some go hand in hand with like fundraisers for uh, either for hospitals who are in need of like more cash to purchase, um, to purchase medical equipment and stuff like that, or it's fundraisers for people who might who might be struggling in this pandemic, like for those who have lost their jobs, for those who um, got laid off and similar things of that nature. So overall, yeah, so we have examples of how visual arts, um, dancers, musicians, theater practitioners, performers um, have been like using technology um but technology has also been shifting towards helping the arts more by adapting like their features so that you know these artists can still get paid which is very amazing and one of these examples is actually facebook and their facebook lives so for the longest time um, some creators don't want to do Facebook Lives because they feel like they're just some creators and artists because, you know, they work so hard for their craft only to give so much knowledge away through Facebook Live, right? Um, but Facebook has adapted to the needs of the people who use it and soon they're going to be launching paid live events 
So it would actually be possible in the near future for you to do performances, for you to do um, classes and things of that nature and be paid for those events. So it would be very similar to like just hosting an actual event, you know, with a, with a designated time, with, um, well, no designated space, but the online, aside from the online space. But, and then, yeah, you actually also get paid for this. And the advantage of this is, you know, you can get paid, um, but you're spending less in terms of, like, being able to rent out the venue, being able to rent out lights and sounds equipment, or, like, paying for food, transportation for people, and things like that. So it just basically reduces the costs of being able to put up events, and then you still get paid. So for future reference... And if you're an artist, if you're a starting artist, this is good to note because, you know, this is eventually, I feel like this would be a good starting ground. Yeah. But the dream is still, you know, well, at least for me, the dream is still to do like community, to gather the community together to celebrate art and yeah, things like that. So again, just to recap, so the tools that we've been seeing have been video conferencing tools, AR, learning platforms, and streaming. And at the same time, technology has also adapted to the needs of the artists, which is really cool. Sorry, I keep saying really cool so often, don't I? My bad. But it's really cool, so I can't help but say really cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, given these like changes of how the artists have needed to adapt to technology and how technology is, you know, adapting to the needs of the arts, it's really interesting to see how um, how the content and how and like oh yeah, how the content of what these artists are sharing have changed. Because like previously all people know about like the arts is if you're in the arts you just kind of perform or you just kind of paint and then that's it but what's amazing now is that you know i think there has been you know a shift towards more of the educational aspect of the arts and really making the arts something that making it more accessible not just by the actual art form itself, but like the way, the process of, you know, making, of making art. Like for example, I mentioned earlier that workshops were being conducted about like arts management. Um, it's very cool because now artists, like for example, those in theater, artists have been sharing more about like how they do the behind the scenes stuff i remember i saw there was once a workshop like how to audition or how to prepare for an audition and that's something that wasn't really pushed to the front and that's kind of something you had to really dig deep for in the internet because um and you'd only dig deep for that if you really wanted to learn more about it but now because you know Obviously, the actual practice of doing that, like, for example, yeah, preparing for an audition. Obviously, now it's, like, it's 
um, it's different. Things are different. So now people are like focusing on like teaching other people how to do how to do things, which is okay. I'm not gonna say it this time, <laughs> but you know what I was about to say. Uh, so yeah. So right now there's been a shift towards the educational aspect, and what I've been seeing is that there's been a shift towards teaching. Oh, there are two types of teachers or like, you know, just the kinds of classes out there. And it's one would be teaching aimed towards beginners. So basically those who want to explore, those who want to explore the art form and who might just want to try it out. So this includes um, basic choreography classes. This includes um, basic voice lessons, piano lessons, yes, piano lessons, I did see, guitar lessons, voice lessons, uh, painting, 101, filming, 101, just a lot of the 101 stuff, basically just to introduce it to people. And at the same time, a lot of people have also been exploring, you know, really being able to create their own art because what else do we have to do during this lockdown, right? <laughs> so yeah, so that's for the teaching aimed at beginners. At the same time, there's also teaching aimed towards the professionals and those who are actually like working in the arts, so such as myself. Um, I really appreciate that lately there have been more uh, like workshops and activities that really go deep into deep into like discussing and opening conversations about certain areas of an art form that you know i usually wouldn't be able to explore so like for example so i think this is more into like the classes have been more into like specializations like um the arts management side the stage management side directing So like these workshops have been directed at the artists themselves and for those who want to explore like a different layer to their art. Um, like for example, the talk that I joined in last night, it was by Move Manila, it was dance conversations. It was about like what makes a good dance teacher, what makes a good coach. And that's the sort of information that a non-dancer wouldn't really mind, wouldn't be interested in. You know, if they just want to explore the, the art of dance, they'd look for choreography classes. And there are those available. But for dancers who want to take their career further, that's, that, um, that kind of event last night was, a, was something that would appeal to, you know, whoever wants to, like, start out and explore further. Um, so... Basically, it's been just interesting seeing all these changes from the past month. And it's also really inspiring, actually, to see how quickly the arts have been able to shift and adapt towards the new, quote-unquote, new normal. 
And this further reiterates my belief that, you know, artists are actually natural entrepreneurs because just because like I was so amazed by how fast things were set up, like so many fundraisers, so many um, live classes, so many workshops, so many like all these things, like the things that I've listed down down and like just shared for for the past few minutes. These were things that I saw from like early in the quarantine. And it was just like a few weeks after or a few days after that other industries kind of started shifting towards, you know, like video conferencing and that or maybe, you know, it's just because my community is more of the arts. (laughs) But nonetheless, I still really believe that artists are natural entrepreneurs because because of that quick that swift reaction and being able to adapt to the changing environment the changing times um and i think with the evolution of technology in risk both like just from the past until this point and from the start of the lockdown until this point it's you know, it gives me hope that along the, uh, eventually there will be so much more opportunities for artists to be able to connect to their audiences and it won't be as difficult as it was before um, because technology is making all of this accessible for everyone. Technology is helping us make art more accessible for everyone, whether you're a non-artist and you want to explore an art form just to make you feel better or if you're an artist and you want to take your career to the next level I think that technology is such a good tool for us to keep learning for us to continue to use because um, yeah that's that's all that it is technology is just a tool it's just a tool for us to do what we actually are meant to do which is make the world come alive with art (laughs) so yeah yeah it's really just about like how we use these things and how you know we find opportunities in these crossovers so these are just some of the examples that i've seen as, as to how artists have been able to utilize different um, types of technologies. If you know of other forms of technology or like other, you know, new things that how artists have been able to use technology to keep, you know, being able to do what we do or to um, continue with. I continue connect and communicate with other people. Please do uh, let me know. Or like you know, just send me a message. I'd love to chat with more people about this. Um, so that, you know, it's it's high time. It's high time for artists to make our claim uh, in in the value that we provide in this world yes and that is my final statement so (laughs) thanks so much for listening to this episode um 
I've got more episodes coming up. Again, still related about how artists are allies in the COVID response. And I hope you catch those too. Bye. See you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning into that episode of this podcast, the Allied Arts and Artists Survival Guide. I hope that brought you a lot of value and that you learned something from this podcast that you can take forward as you move with your career with whatever kind of art that you're pursuing. Um, I hope you learned something so that, you know, we can survive and make the world come alive with art. If you have a question or a comment or just thoughts that you want to share, feel free to send me a message on social media. That's at Ash Marinella on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, any. Um, or you can send me an email as well. That's ashamarinella at gmail.com. Again, the Marinella is two, has two L's. So yeah, just don't forget. Uh, yeah, again, thanks so much. You know, I just hope that we can come together and be artists supporting each other because that's what this whole thing is about. It's like just coming together so that we can learn how to survive and make the world come alive with our art. So yeah, thanks so much, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!